This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15. Go on, it's interactive. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Mmm, how's it going, guys? Well, I would like to kick off. Morning. You're going to kick off? Okay. I'm going to kick off, but, you know. You know, that's not an unprecedented move on my part. Bit of aggro early doors. <laughs> Aggie, Hal. We've had a missive from Rabbi Danny Berkman. Okay. Who says, thanks to Frank on the radio. I should say, we've had a number of people getting in touch about this. Thanks to Frank on the radio and the Olympics, I have this song running through my head on repeat, or at least the two lines Frank is always playing. Can you. Suggest what that might be, Frank. Well, I'm, I'm it's gonna... something you play often on the show, and a number of our readers have picked up that it's very timely. Well, I could, I right. could be wrong. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm searching for oh, it. Think... You know that bit where you're waiting for the producer to help you out, well, and, right. and she I just don't don't, she <laughs> doesn't. She's just looking want... at the hennaed hands <laughs> as if there's. She's just seen them. Okay. Do you mean? Morning, Tokyo. Come on. Britain, let's hear you singing. Don't do the accent. Warning you. <laughs> Somebody, I felt a couple of people going into it out of jumping quick. Apologies, oh. Rabbi. Okay. Um, but, oh, I enjoyed that. I like that. There was a song for the Tokyo Olympics, I think by Long John Baldry. Um, do you remember Long John Baldry? I do, yes. Yeah. And he was a sort of British, um, he'd been like a jazz icon, and he brought a song out, and it was, I remember there was a bit when underneath, oh no, it might have been Mexico. Oh well, we'll just pretend that. Can we cut that, Paul? <laughs> no. Live? The- Gulp? Exclamation mark. Okay. Can I also... Reading sh- a lot of comics. Mexico. <laughs> that's what it was. Mexico. You've got to be there. You've got to see the greatest show underneath the sun in Mexico. But Tokyo would fit. It'll be lovely, yeah. Frank. Don't worry. It's not the ballet link. No, it's not that. Oh, I, I just think mentioning Long John Baldry is a, is a plus for the um, show. Can I also share this? I just like to, you know, I like to start with some reader contributions. Gary Godwin. Yeah. Do you remember he's uh, referenced a previous feature we've done? Are you both familiar with uh, That'll Do? Oh, do yeah, That'll Do in in, uh, in song lyrics. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When they've just thought, oh, as long as it sort of fits, it doesn't really matter if it's not very good. Correct. So Gary Godwin says, in reference to a previous feature, I must draw your attention to a shocking That'll Do. In Jessie J's current chart topper, she states, I want you and me... There's no confusion, followed by breaking all our New Year's resolutions. Oh, <laughs> Hashtag wow. Hashtag that'll do. I mean, you don't want to be breaking them in August. <laughs> for us. And what no. were they? <laughs> Celibacy and life as a recluse. <laughs> OK. So, Jessie yeah. J's top of the charts at the moment. That's good for her. God. Did I accidentally step into that time machine in my garden? I didn't even know there were still charts. I thought they'd just given up on all that because of the streaming and the downloading. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now I'll start moaning now about, yeah, well, you know, three lines, we only made 48p. (laughs) I try and look at the charts and I just get upset because it it is that awful thing where I think, who's Thai Pie Wendy? Yeah, exactly. Just what, uh, people I don't know. No, but you know, our parents before us, etc., etc., they all had to go mm. through it. Do you ever say yeah, they all sound the same? I wonder. Well, it reminds <laughs> me, I, when my father, I think I told you this once, when Freeze, who sung A E I O U, my father came into the room one Christmas and we were watching Christmas Top of the Pops and he got very upset. And he said, 2,000 years of civilization. And what do we get? The Freeze. Wow. <laughs> what about my dad, who the night John Lennon died and the entire. TV was given up to Beatles documentaries and conversations. He said, he flicked through the channels, it was the Beatles on every, every well, I say every, I think all three channels. <laughs> and my dad said, I don't know what the fuss is about, they weren't a patch on The Bachelors. And The Bachelors were a sort of an Irish show band who had about three or four hits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Perhaps the only man on the planet who said of the Beatles they weren't a patch <laughs> on The Bachelors. Um, I wish I could give you an example of that. It was all sort of, I'm in heaven when I see you smile. It was that kind of uh, stuff. Still, we're all different. Uh, Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. I, uh, can I tell you, um, I've been on the road... This well, week. I know because I know we can't share it, but we're getting an awful lot of praise through for your uh, your night in Liverpool. Oh, love it! Yeah, I had a fabulous night at Liverpool Empire, which was the, I was their first show for sixteen months, which was quite um, quite an honour. You thought, I mean, I, you think they had a God of Scouser, but they let me do it, like Sonia, Sonia, the one woman show or something. Sonia. But um, oh yeah, but it was um, <laughs> I. It was great. Um, <laughs> So that was good. Uh, there was actually a moment where I did an, a Liverpool medley. So I sang, you know, Oh, Liverpool, oh, it's not the leaving of Liverpool, which ended with... Da, da, na, 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 which is the theme tune for Brookside, which I was particularly <laughs> proud of. Some got it, some didn't. That will have gone well. It was a great moment. Um, so, yeah, that was... Uh, it's one of the rare gigs I've done in my life when I've really laid into UNESCO. Oh. They're not a common target oh, yeah. at, um, <laughs> at comedy gigs. But they've just taken away Liverpool's World Heritage Site Centre. So there's a lot of hate in the city for UNESCO. Oh, that was good local material. Well yeah. Done. It's good to capitalise on that as a comedian. It's a great thing. <laughs> And especially as they're sort of blaming Everton, UNESCO. Because oh. Everton, Everton's going to build a luxury new ground on the, on the waterfront and they think that's spoiling their um, World Heritage Site look. Oh, so I suggested Liverpool might do a, build a new ground on the Great Wall of China. <laughs> Get their own back. Let's mm-hmm. take all them sites down. I, found, I find Scousers are very laid back when you lay into Everton. But uh, no, <laughs> well, I didn't lay into Everton. Let me get that absolutely no. clear from the beginning. That would have been... I might as well just have gone on stage and said, shoot me. <laughs> but you, there was no UNESCO <laughs> defenders in the audience at all. I hope okay. there weren't people who think, well, I'm very pro-UNESCO, but I don't want to speak <laughs> up in this context because it's quite hostile. Mm-hmm. I don't really know who UNESCO are. Oh. But uh, <laughs> but it doesn't stop you goading them, does well, it? Well, if they're going to start laughs. saying, you know, you're a, you're a World Heritage Site, oh, no, actually you're not, if it's that kind of... What they used to call Indian giving in America. Mm, mm. Um, I think mm-hmm. that uh, that's not acceptable. <laughs> Can I say, we were, um, we were on the motorway, and me, when I say we, it was... Um, my uh, support act, Gareth Richards, formerly of this show, he went, he went solo mm-hmm. on this trip. Mm-hmm. So it was just me and uh, my tour manager, Omar. And oh, we is he the one that wears the red boots? He, um, he wears a pink okay, Dot Martin okay. boots. Oh, yes. even better. Yeah. Um, and um, we were once spotted in a, in a bar somewhere in the north of England and it said, saw Frank Skinner in bar. And then there was about 12 lines about Omar and what he was wearing. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he's a colourful individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he wears some. You know, we talked about cut-off points where you can wear dongarees. <laughs> Omar, he don't care. No. He still wears... Anyway, so we were going along the motorway. We were, be- we were behind uh, a FedEx van, mm-hmm. which had the big FedEx on the front. I was really hoping it was, ri- it was being driven by a former girlfriend of Roger Federer. <laughs> If I'd been out with Roger Federer, I would have FedEx logos every on every item that I owned. Do you know what, Frank? I would go further than that. I would actually ensure that I could somehow date Roger Federer yeah. just so I could buy the van. Oh, can you imagine? No, the problem is, of course, he's so incurably Swiss, Roger Federer, mm. that he's probably never been out with anyone except his wife. But um, oh, no. I do, um, yeah, that's I've what bro- I do. I've broken better men. Yes. Anyway, we, I was pointing out the white, the white arrow. <laughs> I, did you break their serve? I was, um, 
pointing out the famous white arrow that sneaks into the FedEx. Um, you know, a long debate, do they mean the white arrow or do they not that appears in the middle of the FedEx? And then Omar pointed out that someone had written, you know, when you write in, in the dirt on the back of a van, someone had written under the FedEx logo, it's not a race, which <laughs> <laughs> so I really liked. <laughs> Undermining their whole purpose in life to get things there quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so eight twelve fifteen. What's the best thing you've ever seen written in? Look, we can say on Breakfast Radio that you've ever seen written in dirt on on a on the back of a van. Because I thought that one was righty up there. <laughs> Frank on Absolute Radio. What else we got? Well, we're having a lot of people contacting us about your Liverpool gig, Frank. Well, that's good, but we don't want to do. It. I'm very happy to read the praise, but I don't want to. I don't want to read it out because he doesn't want to launch into another rant about UNESCO. So no, keep no. tidy. Yeah. Oh, don't but, worry, um, Al. What but I, I will look at those because that's lovely. I I filleted <laughs> out the more praiseworthy Ooh, ones. You did a fillet. <laughs> praise fillet. <laughs> Carry on. I'd like to kick off with Dr. Troy Kane Astart, who says, I would love to see some snaps of Omar's outfits. Dr. Well, Tro- uh, Dr. Troy also says, especially if accompanied by fashion correspondent Dean's commentary. Well, we went in a shop <laughs> once. I can't remember it was, when we was on tour, and I'd never been in a shop like it. It sold the most <laughs> garish and colourful things. And I thought, where do you even get these clothes? They were really, <laughs> like... Um, so extravagant and we were in there I would say five oh minutes and Omar must have spent 400 quid in there and um, he's doing well and he just bought (laughs) all these um, fabulous but he he wears it well you know if I wore them I'd look a bit let's say Brandreethian (laughs) I'd look distinctly Brandreethian um or even um, Lord Rethian. Or even even <laughs> I'd, I'd look Maletian, maybe. <laughs> Timmy Maletian, but he looks oh, cool. Yeah. Al, I'd like to share another uh, slice of Liverpool life with you. We Please have do. Nicky Jones. No, I'm going to go first with uh, Joe B. Okay. Joe B. Joe B. Joe B. <laughs> Joe. Telling. You please don't slag my gear. <laughs> Joe B says, brilliant show at the Liverpool Empire. Good of him to write that, because being the president of America must be quite busy. <laughs> <laughs> Joe B says, brilliant show at the Liverpool Empire. Came from Stoke and wasn't disappointed. Now that <laughs> is my new publicity <laughs> Thing came from Stoke and wasn't disappointed. I mean, come on, that's on the posters. Joe B. Just know if Emily has a ballpark figure for how far that is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, come on, Stoke to Liverpool, Em. Oh, thanks for that, Frank. (laughs) No, no. Um, Okay, do you know I I actually know this? I think I'm going to guess. I think I've. I remember driving to Liverpool once to the football. Yeah, and. I, st- I got as far as Stoke before thinking I can't I can't go on I need a break okay. because it was too long yeah. so um. I'm going to say in terms of driving is it about f- 45 minutes in the car well I don't know what that means <laughs> I, I mean truth be told I drive at a regular 95 miles an hour on the motor <laughs> Alan- I don't I don't Alan Cochran is it is that accurate? I think you've got it about right. I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but that sounds about right to I'd me. I'd say it's exactly. about 90 miles Stoke to Liverpool. I don't think you can do Let's that in 45 minutes. Well, speak for no. yourself. What's <laughs> <laughs> the point of having a motorway if you're not going to get that pedal down? No, no, can I say I don't? Obviously, I do a steady 69. Um, no, actually, I won't. Can we do that again, Paul? <laughs> Oh my oh, god. Goodness. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
Um, where where were we? Well, yes, I've had to, on the subject of um, gigs because I've been doing my much um, postponed gigs recently. I had a nice letter from Brendan Palmer from Birmingham because I did a couple of gigs at uh, the Alexandra Lovely. in Birmingham. And what's very good is he does about eight catchphrases from the show in the letter. They're peppered throughout. So he says, uh, it begins, hopefully my writing is legible. When I learned handwriting, I rather <laughs> didn't try. <laughs> oh, if you remember, that's first class. I knew a posh doctor who said to me um, when I praised <laughs> his handwriting, yes, when I did handwriting in school, I rather tried. I believe he was taught to <laughs> he was write taught. by the Traitor Blunt. Traitor Blunt's brother he was, yeah. uh, he was taught by. And then there's a who knew <laughs> and etc. And... Um, Anyway, I, I can't do the whole letter, but it's a very funny letter. But there's a bit where he says, um, now this is praise, but this is the kind of praise that wakes me up at three o'clock in the morning. Because mm. it says um, that he, he loves the, uh, the, the, the podcast and he says, I love the laughs, smiles and warmth of your podcasts. Now there's a declining list. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't yeah. it? I, that's a pyramid of doom. Laughs, great. <laughs> Smiles, not so good. Warmth, have we hit that? <laughs> have we hit that plateau? Where we're doing warmth. The way, of, the way of reframing this so that you stay mentally positive about it yes. is that you have to think that he's going in an order of descending volume so there are more laughs than oh smiles i see yes like, it's like the least and yes. warm like he's ticked yeah. off what's happened and laughs of yeah. one I'm trying desperately to keep. No, that's your, very uh, good of you. And, and I, on this. I reach out for you as the bobbles reach the surface. I'm reaching out for your um, <laughs> your straws to save. I mean, it's rare I'm the positive thinker in a conversation. No, but we'll this go is with it. this is a moment for us all. It's uh, <laughs> self help from Alan Cochran. Yeah, right. Um, so, and 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 I say there's there's lots of funny stuff in the letter, but there's one particular thing. I like where he says um, I'd love to have your autograph which I will uh, send to you Brendan he says the only other time I've asked for an autograph was uh, Johnny Briggs and um, and you think oh well I'm 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 now shoulder to shoulder with like a quite a big time uh, TV high rating star. And then he says he was buying a microwave in Corrie's Merry Hill Centre where I used to work. <laughs> Merry Hill was a big uh, shopping centre near where I lived. It was, um, uh, Merry Hill Street, I think, was named after it. Oh, for goodness sake! Um, but then he says. Um, uh, yeah, so I got the autograph for my ex-wife, and to be honest, I'm not a fan of either of these people anymore. <laughs> Briggs people. or the ex. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Brendan. Well, I wonder who he's got more uh, affection for. Just sort of vestige it. I wonder if Briggs edges it. Well, Briggs, of course, no longer with us now, so that, well, all, that always brings a golden tingle. And Briggs, as you know, can you both remember, talking of uh, regulars, what Briggs said to uh, my mother about acting? Was it something about just remembering the words and then going home? Say lines, you get paid, you go home. Yes, I think Johnny Briggs, cynical in that moment. (laughs) Unnecessarily cynical. Um, But... um, Nevertheless, he signed that uh, autograph. I, I would have got him to sign a microwave. <laughs> and then you've got that forever. Um, anyway, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's not going to happen now. So I've, I've learned to live with that. That, that moment, that ship sailed. Frank, can we do a little tease? Go on. Soon, we're going to find out the distance between Stoke and Liverpool. Oh, my goodness. I said 90, and you, you said did. 45 minutes, which I think is, <laughs> you know, you could say, oh, yeah, well, I meant supersonic jet. Or you could say, oh, I meant cycling. So you win. You're on a, a no-lose situation. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. I'm thinking I went a bit long on uh, Stoke to Liverpool. I'm not sure it is. Oh, what was your guess? Nine, did you give nine, your guess in times or miles? No, in miles. And I went 90, and I think I don't think it's quite that. Well, at least you attempted a, a distance. I just said it takes about 45 minutes. Do you minutes want to reform to it to a distance? No, because uh, I, I can't, because I now know the answer. Oh, do you? Okay. That's okay. very, I very to decent really, of you. Mm. 
I had to really bite my lip when Emily said it in um, non-miles because I'm exactly one of those people that goes, I'm, I'm sure you want to give that in miles rather than minutes. <laughs> um, you know, in fact, I actually said the other day to my wife when she gave me directions, I said, you re she said, it's by that white car. And I said, you really shouldn't use cars for directions mm -hmm. because they move. Yes. Well, I, I don't use timings for um, things because I think men can't possibly tell the truth when they talk about the timings of journeys. I was once in a bar where they talked about driving. I was in London, they were talking about driving to Edinburgh. And this bloke said, yeah, it took about five hours. Five hours? Five hours? And he thought, oh, God, I've not been male enough. Well, well that's like with a couple of stops. And then the other one says, no, if you go, you can, you can do it in three. By the time I left the bar, it was like, you can do it an hour and a half, and that's with the <laughs> petrol. I thought, I've got to get out of it, the testosterone. I can't, I can't breathe. I can't breathe for testosterone. It was, well, uh, I don't know if this is a testosterone answer, but we've got from 274 the uh, distance from Stoke okay. to Liverpool. And it has a lorry emoji in, in the reply, so it's sort it of lorry robin. I think it might be a trucker, which oh, means that we trucker. could also get some a lorry get some updates on oh, the uh, no. HGV driver crisis <laughs> in the United Kingdom. Is there an Apparently HGV driver crisis? Apparently there's too few by, like, tens of thousands. When I was a kid, it was a thing that people used to talk about as their dream. You know when people yeah. say, I'm living the dream? It was always about being an HDV driver. And people would say, yeah. what I'm going to do, I'm going to join the army for three years and then they'll, they, right. I'll learn to be an HDV oh, yes. driver. So, wow. Stoke to Liverpool <gasps> is 57 miles from oh, Trevor Robin. Way. Were you? Yeah, you were yeah. a bit out. You were a bit out. Emily, yeah. I think 45 minutes is probably all right. If you <laughs> if you were to achieve a steady 70. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon I'd do it in, what, half an hour? <laughs> <laughs> with a stop. Yeah, with, with a stop, stop, obviously. <laughs> may may you stop. not meet any police oh, on speaking the Speaking of with a stop... Um, I was I go back to Omar, my uh, my tour manager, and he's um, he's Pakistani, and he said and he cooks a lot of amazing mm. um, food, and he said, "What well, shall I do a chicken curry, and we can uh, stop on the way, and I'm going to eat that." And I said, "Yeah, that'd be great." So he turns up with the. Uh, and he says, um, "We'll stop at the services." So I got ready to eat it in the car. And he said, no, no, I'm, I'm Pakistani. We'll, we'll take them into the services. He said, I think he said him and his sister send each other photos of Pakistanis eating at services out of Tupperware. It's, it's a tradition I didn't know about. So I said, we can't go. We can't do our own food. We're going to do our own food. That's like the in biggest, services. that's one of the biggest crimes ever, own food. I dread them. And I ate it, but I was thinking someone's going to come over and say, excuse me, where did you? But no one did. It did was it fine. Did it quite without incident? It was fine. And he hadn't even incident. done rice. He'd done this thing with uh, cauliflower to avoid the uh, carps thing. It was beautiful. It's opened up a whole new world. I never knew you could do that. I honestly felt like I was like drug running in the Middle East. Or so. I really felt like I was life in the fast lane, which I suppose would be the ideal. I own food at a motorway services. Who knew? <laughs> This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I think Gareth Richards was saying to me that his grandfather was a street preacher in Cardiff. Um, which is where I, they must um, be from somewhere near Cardiff, if they're Welsh. Yeah, yes, I believe what, what, so. Could, his, could Gareth Richards' grandfather be the manic street preacher of their title? The originale. What about it? That'd the be a OG. great story. <laughs> um, mm. Can I share some communiques with you from our, very, our good people? Oh, yeah. sure. Nikki Jones, we were talking about your, what seems to have been a fantastic gig, Frank, at the Liverpool Empire. Oh, sorry, I mean, don't forget the praise <laughs> filet. <laughs> Nikki Jones, mm -hmm. I like this sort of missive. She says, 
it's not the usual kind. You'll see. Nicky Jones says Liverpool Empire, fantastic show last night watching Frank Skinner. I laughed from the warm up to the end of the show. Mm. A big well done to all the staff who worked tirelessly throughout. It's been a tough 16 months for us all, but all the staff, you made a great night perfect. Okay. are you the staff? No, I think the staff. <laughs> that's someone who thought I'm going to be off the people here. I'll give him a bit of praise, but let's stick with the staff. Is this a member of staff at Liverpool Empire? I've done some research, and mm. I, don't, I don't believe so. Okay. I think you are included Doesn't in the staff. Doesn't she say it's been a tough 16 <laughs> months for us? Does she mean the staff? Was that a slip? Well, and well, it thank could you. mean the audience members, like they've been starved of entertainment. Yeah, and that's what that I assumed it enabled then. that to happen. Yeah, I well, think I you suggested and the star. that I was the ramp between no entertainment <laughs> and entertainment. That's why I was the first act to bat. I'm just sort of getting them used to the idea that there might be entertainment soon. And Dr. Troy Kane Astarte. I, I thought we already had him once. Well, we have. Yeah. He mentioned he referred to Omar's outfits. Oh, yes, yes. He's a researcher in the history of computing. Is he? Yeah. Who is he? He will... Um, I tell you who he'll be doing. Um, who was the woman who was Byron's daughter, was he? Who, who was one of the... She worked with... Um, yes. yes. With Mr. the first Mr. Computer. Oh, it's terrible she when you get old. She she, she worked with Babbage. Yes, she did. I know her name. Yes, yes. Um, I will. I will. Uh, I will come, come to it to presently. Me. But Dr. Troy Kane Astarte has done a lovely callback to Joe B's remark. Came from Stoke and wasn't disappointed. Yeah. Dr. Troy says. I came from Stoke, I wasn't disappointed to the tune of oh, common people. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> that works great, does it? Came from Stoke, I wasn't disappointed. I arrived like the anointed one. <laughs> Talking of the anointed one, we've had... Here I am. Yeah, I, I don't know, Al, I don't know, do you think I should tell him this? Basically... Lincoln Cathedral have got in touch with us, Frank. Okay, well, yes, I visited there on my tour and spoke of it at length. You did? Mm. Last week, you said you'd gone to Lincoln Cathedral and it was beautiful from a distance, but ramshackle up close. Yes, but should I, I should point out here that I regard ramshackle as more beautiful than beautiful. Can you hear that? Is that an eighteen-wheeler you hear reversing out? <laughs> no. no. I, can I say I went on the official tour of Lincoln Cathedral, and the guide's main point was: I know this looks perfect, this ceiling. Look a bit closer, and you'll see that isn't the right size, and that's. And I like that. It was a very human building. Well, your reversal is timely okay. because Lincoln Cathedral have oh, got in touch oh, with us. The yes. actual cathedral. Yes. That's strange. Was it what a gargoyle spokesman said? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely long nails, though. Uh-huh. A, Link, uh, a Lincoln Cathedral spokesman said, Ramshackle, Frank? We prefer you knit... Sorry, I'm laughing. Ramshackle. We prefer unique and inventive. Anyone can make regular vaulting and have all their architecture neatly arranged. We love our misaligned roof and mismatched windows. I know the feeling, dear. Yes. Well, that, I mean, I, and I love them too. I would recommend anyone should go and, and visit Lincoln. That's you not a river. I did, yeah, I did. I paid. I paid. <laughs> it wasn't like a celeb backstage. Oh, no, no it was. And I thought it was going to be, and I tried my best, but no. <laughs> I paid. Um, but, you know, fair enough. It's, it's all good for the upkeep. Mm. As. Um, um, Mr. KPOP said to me when I met him in Tokyo, it's the world's best KPOP man. I wonder if he uses the word upkeep like that for KPOP. I don't, well, he was, he was Japanese, so I doubt he uses the word upkeep at all. Okay. Though he's called Mr. KPOP, so he has a certain westernisation theme. Okay. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Ultra Magnus, one of our regulars. Oh, yes. 
He has said, continuing the Lincoln Cathedral theme, mm. he said, with Frank's mention of the official tour of Lincoln Cathedral, it makes me wonder if they have a problem with unofficial tours. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe telling you all the things the official tour doesn't want you to know. Uh, yeah, well, I think, know. yeah, I think there were some boot... Imagine if you did a bootleg tour of Lincoln Cathedral. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, the bloke who was showing us around, another tour guide who'd just finished his tour said to us, the assembled followers of the our tour guide, he said, uh, he doesn't actually work here, this guy just comes in, he seems all right. It was a sort of, it's what I call Anglican comedy. It could have been one of those uh, many a true word spoken in jest scenarios. Well, you could have, you could have been a rogue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like the idea that somebody's doing that. I mean, you just imagine, and, um, you know, God bless the Church of England, but I can't imagine everyone would be too polite to say anything, wouldn't they? So he'd, just, he'd, he'd do it for years. I found myself thinking of exactly this chat the other day when... Uh, you told us recently that you'd paid to do the tour of Lincoln Cathedral because I'm soon to be spending a little time on a staycation in Hereford mm. and they oh, have a cathedral. The they do, yeah, yeah. yeah, I knew you'd know about it. I just knew. <laughs> um, but when you uh, when you Google Hereford Cathedral, it comes up with quite a lot of questions. Is Hereford Cathedral free? And um, and indeed it is. But oh, is you have it? to pay you have to pay six pound to see Mappamundi and the Chained Library. Okay. Which I thought the would Chained be right up your Library. Street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> with your friends in, in that community. That's in Frank's yes. basement, isn't it? I, um, I actually, I think I might have some overdue um, um, <laughs> oh, copies from well, you there. Know, I, I know you're a fan of a fine. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> no, well, I, I should say it's, the tour was free, but you had to pay to get into Lincoln Cathedral. I know, oh, it's a very fine line. It's not bad, though. Family ticket's about 20 so. quid. It's not the end of the world. OK. Yeah, and it's worth it. Well, mm. but we send you all our best, Lincoln Cathedral. And can I just remind you, our, our, you know, Frank is... Uh, I think he's cleared up the unfortunate... Well, let's call it the un, the unfortunate ramsh, ramshackle gate. Yes, I think ramshackle was... Um, maybe it was yes. the wrong word. It's a human, the human frailty. What exhibited. he meant was more like, uh, as I believe it's they surreal. said in Clueless, the uh, the Monet it's... or Monet, as they said. What did they say? They would describe. I'm afraid it was women because we didn't know. Mm. She's a bit of a Monet, or he, me like a Monet water lily. Oh painting. yes. So you, you, if you get close, it just looks all blurry and difficult. But, from but a it's distance, a thing it of great amazing. beauty. There you yes, go. yes. At yeah. some stage today, it's a, what I like about it, it's a version <laughs> of beer glasses. It's, the, it's a sort of, it's a sort of uh, chattering glasses, fancy artistic version of beer glasses because it mentions money. Don't make it no different. <laughs> Um, this is uh, is this Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio? No, it's half past. Don't worry. Um, Should we explain that to anybody that might be wondering what's going on? I, on the hour, I sort of announce who I am. Just as, it's, it's more of an aide de memoir for me, really. Yeah. Um, but um, it's just that there's, there's certain movements that the producer does around the hour that she was doing on the half hour. Um, ah, right. Um, Okay, well, this is quite a lot of but I'm not blaming her. No, you don't want to hear this. Okay. Uh, by the way, I have an ap- apology. Uh, I, uh, I, I think... A, um... Correctione, correctione, ole, ole, ole. The finest simulation of an authentic football chant I've ever heard. You would think wouldn't that was 10,000 people chanting that. Um, Please. I think I was saying um, beer glasses, which I think people call them beer goggles. And yeah. beer glasses is more confusing because it sounds like the receptacles from which one drinks beer. I mean, I yes. know, but I mean, come on. This I th- I, we, I'm convention. sure it was beer glasses in Birmingham. I think when I lived in Atlantis, we called them beer goggles. Mm-hmm. Beer glasses is fine. Thanks. Very I think much. people are very forgiving of such. Do you? Um, I find people remarkably <laughs> unforgiving generally. You I find mean, people forgiving now. <laughs> that specific slip on this oh, show. Oh, that, OK, the, yeah. The Have wider you ever readership encountered of... a platform called Twitter? <laughs> Pull up a chair. 
Mm. There's outrage on it a lot, isn't there? Outrage. That's, that's Normally overpunctuation. Is it overpunctuation? Yeah, but they're always incorrect. Oh. I mean, no. I say they. They'll say, you can't say that. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, I, I can't reach down that far. Um, I often think that. Oh, for God's sake. So, um, no, I was thinking of, um, you know, stuff like putting my shoes on. <laughs> it was You've an changed. age joke. It, it was rude. Um, I'd right. like to discuss um, Tom Daly. Um, well, I'd let's like just do him some... today and see how it goes. I don't need to commit <laughs> to a regular discussion. Yeah, you Tom Daly. I think we should do Daily News. Oh, fantastic. Um, oh, lovely. <laughs> he's been in the news. I think the last time we discussed him, it was about his frying pan, yes. wasn't it? His it's big, uh, multi-sectioned, uh, um, compartmentalised frying pan. The, uh, I don't want to sound bitter, but I believe you then got sent one. And, I did um, get a free one. Yeah. Emily and I, not so much. I tell you what to use. I use it daily, that um, giant frying ah. pan. And yet oh. I assumed that I would get a similar physique to Tom. I thought that's what he was, that was the whole deal. Oh, it was his cooking implements. That was yeah. Good, not rather well, than the somersaults. He's constantly. slimmer. He's slimmer <laughs> than me now, still, I think it's yeah. fair to say. You see, it's a shame because Daily Thompson got there first with the name. With the mm-hmm. potential for puns, but of course they didn't have the branding opportunities then. Daily Thompson, no. Daily Tom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Christian Daly, <laughs> the one I read. <laughs> no end to it. So, anyway, I should say he got a he got a bronze medal this very morning, Tom Daly. Mm. Spoiler alert! If any so, uh, recording it, like the likely lads. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a bronze. No one's going to go. Oh, I didn't want to know. Anyway, so um, well done, Tom. We like Tom on the show. Oh, mm-hmm. Sir Thomas of Daly. So Tom, Sir Tom Daly, it's got to happen, hasn't it? I would have thought. He's yeah. moments away. Mm. Um, I think we're getting waved at, so we're going to leave it on, the, and then we'll discuss um, Tom's Tom's week, which has been eventful, <laughs> I think, in the in the extreme. You know what I've just done? I've just bitten the inside of my lip. You know when you do that and you get oh, the blood yeah. blister come up? Oh. I imagine like if the X Factor was being staged in my mouth, that blister would be the big button, the big red button that they press. Mm. Anyway, it isn't. You heard it here first. X Factor. The rumours about the X Factor. Sorry? It was a good visual picture painting oh, Thank you. Though. Thanks very much. I admire that. Pen, pen picture. <laughs> so Tom Daly... Tom Daly, he's been uh, he's been knitting. Mm. He's been knitting poolside at the Olympics. <laughs> knitting um, poolside. And uh, whilst having his triceps packed in ice, um, and the the newspapers have obviously gone um, a bit mad about this, as if it's not really normal. But who amongst us hasn't sat poolside with ice packs on our triceps? at the Olympic diving, knitting a cardigan for a dog. Who hasn't done that? Well, Why are they making such a, a big fuss? There's a lot to, un, uh, to unravel. Um, for a start off, um, I've seen... Um, I, don't, I haven't seen the dog. I saw a cardigan he'd knitted for himself. The um, G- Team GB one. I like one. that one. It was a nice... I thought, Tom... Mm. That is a nice cardigan, mate. You've done, and it's got like it's got Tokyo, but in Japanese lettering in wool on it. And did and you know it's a slight judo jacket oh, style to ow, the front? I'm all over it. I was going to yeah. say I looked at that. I looked at Tom's knit, and I thought of you. I it thought looks like a gi, as we call it in the it uh, martial arts. Like, like a gi. <laughs> yeah. um, Touch for oh, the very <laughs> what about like a gee tucked for the very first time? <laughs> um, I um, I thought it had. Um, we were just discussing it earlier, and um, I think Emily uh, said it had a Starsky and Hodge feel. A PMG is oh, what yeah, I would nice. uh, a Paul Michael Glazer. Well, feel. can I also add and to that and say that the chunky knitwear the sort of i'm going to i'm going to call it a substantial knitwear is very in season in fact there's a Kermit the frog one i've got my eye on mm. 
Um, to introduce our guest star, <laughs> it's what I'm here to do. Um, does all the voices. All the voices. Really does. Well, I wonder, I was thinking if Tom knitted those, you know, to order, he could oh. charge the world because it'd be a daily original. What would you pay? Yes. For, uh, for a Tom Daly card? But like that Team GB one. Yeah, see, I'm sure Tom being Tom, there'd be a, there'd be a charity element. Oh, thing. he's so lovely. Yeah, so I think, you know, you got to go like, what, five grand or something like that. wow -y. The charity bit would put Dep me off, to Depends on the charity. Well, yeah, I you don't have capitalism. You a naked capitalism. You could have a sideline with Tom where the charities aren't even bothered, you know. And, and not, not, no interference with charity, just Tom texting cash, cash in hand. It's just a cold, Tom. hard transaction. It's a transactional relationship. But really, the, the boy can knit, I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. And it's great because, I, I, you know, when I was a kid, every, every I'm going to say, every woman of a certain age knitted. I didn't know any... My, my dad... Actually, I'll come back to this because this is... Let's come back to it because I also want to discuss Tom's metal pouch. I didn't see his metal pack. That better not well, be a euphemism. No, no I could, otherwise, <laughs> out on certain broadcasts. Otherwise, you can you can have the conversation with the heads of the apartment. I'm not. <laughs> Turn yeah. to Tom Daly's medal pouch. Hang down your head, Tom Daly. Hang down your head and uh, um, I. So sorry, there's a song called Tom Dooley. I don't know if you know it. Which, uh, it was that period, a short period in the '60s when folk music became big and was charting, especially in America. And I think uh, Tom Dooley songs. Yes, <laughs> hang down your head, Tom Dooley. It's about an execution. Anyway. Of course it is. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Um, we That'll be a nice one for uh, quite niche, but maybe... I was, I'll tell you who'd like it. Sure. The uh, Pierpoint relative. Oh, yes, occasionally we're oh, contacted yeah. by Albert Pierpoint's niece or something Great like that. Great niece, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Albert Pierpoint Very Frank niece. Was, just in case anyone's unfamiliar. Oh, yes, Albert Pierpoint was... Um, the um, official hangman of the United Kingdom. I don't mean the hangman champion. I mean he was a hang he was a hangman. He hanged for a living. Was he the last hangman of the United? He was. Kingdom it's um, it's an it's there's not much yeah. work in it now in the UK. To uh, it's gone like dry stone wall. In it's, it? it's, it's, well, there's still a bit of that about, to be fair. When you mention the official yeah. hangman, to paraphrase our uh, <laughs> yeah. reader Ultra Magnus, it makes me wonder if they have a problem with the unofficial. Well, there hangman. could have been some underworld <laughs> hangmen, but um, I, we don't talk about. I don't want their relatives contacting us. Thank you mm -hmm. very much. No, they're busy, too busy doing documentaries on Channel Five. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, Tom Daly's medal pouch. He made a number of items. Uh, he made, he's been a busy bee. Knitted. He knitted a dog jumper for his Frenchie. Yeah. I believe she's called Izzy. Mm -hmm. It was a pink and mauve, sort of Jaquito. A Jaquito? Why is that? It's, it's a term. Like a jacket. I sort of made <laughs> it ja up. Jacket's in there yeah, somewhere. Jaquito. <laughs> yeah. Jaquito, it's something I've said in fashion circles. It's a bit more bolero. It's a Jaquito. I sound like Matthew McConaughey and Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> it's a Fanduzzi. No, it's sort of, it's cropped. It's a little bit oh, more Italian. Oh, it's an element of matador yes! jacket. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 Frank, yeah. you've absolutely nailed it. Okay. So it's Good a little Jaquito for the for the dog. I wouldn't personally, even though I love dogs, as you know, I heart dogs, I worry about the dog Jaquitos myself only because dogs in knitwear, it just makes... It's fine when Tom Daly does it. I look a bit like an eccentric widow in Miami. Yeah. That's what worries me. Dogs yeah. in knitwear would be a very... On, <laughs> would, would that be as a website? There probably is one, isn't there? <laughs> I'm sure. A specialist interest. It's, um, I'll tell you what it would work well with. I don't know if I've still got this, uh, but let's try this. Um, Alda, I'm searching. Can you keep talking while I'm searching? Sure. And then the metal pouch, Al. Hold it. Dogs in knitwear. Oh, no. Sorry, no. It needs to, I'm going to try that again. There used to okay. be one that didn't have the crazy horses. I mean, can I say the jingle board is in disarray? But, um... Cool. 
Dogs in knitwear. <laughs> that could be like the, that, that could be that what, what you get when the uh, when you when you log on. I believe yeah. the phrase is. Oh yeah. Log on. I worry get about me. The, I worry about the knitwear on dogs because I'm mean, not for my own dog who doesn't really jump into sort of rivers or streams, but some dogs love the water, that and I don't think wool is a good idea in 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 the water. No. I'm no expert. Also, my dog's very hirsute, as you both know, and, and sprouting also, up like a 70s man with a, you know, when it would, the tufts, the tufts come off. And the grim, the grim irony of Tom Daly's dog <laughs> drowning. I don't think I, well, I don't think the media could cope with that as, as a as a concept. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Emily Dean, Alan Cochran, text the show at 12.15. Follow the show. Twitter, Instagram, Frank on the radio. Email the show via Absolute Radio website. Okay. There nice. you have it. So you're just sort of editing as you go and choosing the words you like to do it's out a of bit of impro- I like to feel that I'm on this show a bit like, you know those, the improvising club singer who does a song and does it messes about borderline. Hey, you're going to lose my mind. You keep taking me out of the borderline borderline sorry often a sort of rogue uh, that when one is not necessary just to sort of mix it up yes taking you to that borderline yeah or sometimes (laughs) even uh, you keep forcing me to cross that old borderline just a bit of everything (laughs) oh borderline borderline line yes etc Hey, we've had a we've had a bit of gossip from seven seven zero Keith oh. in Sunderland. Uh, we were discussing, as we occasionally do on the show, Albert Pierpoint. Oh yes. Um, well, and, can't we uh, do normal things like other shows? Friend of the well, show. Well, it's a bit late for that. A twelve fifteen. Why can't we do normal things like other we shows? We don't want to do normal. We do I, some normal things. I like to think it's a nice little knitting public executions. Yeah. <laughs> Keith in Actually, Sunderland. Actually, it's a French Revolution uh, oh, theme. Oh, yeah. There you go. Keith in Sunderland has said, Albert Pierpoint used to drink in my auntie's pub in County Durham when he was going to hang someone at Durham Prison. Okay. He would never shake anyone's hand or talk about what he did for a living. What a pro he was. Absolutely. I'm like before a gig. Yeah. He was one of those, you know, bloke, he always turned up to training. Pierpoint. You're never any stories about him outside nightclubs at two o'clock in the absolutely dedicated pro. He really was. And also, of course, as I've said before, when he did shake someone's hand, he could guess their weight (laughs) to within two or three pounds, and that helped him in his ropage. He's, he's much mm. missed. Well, not not to certain families, but... Uh, no. Yeah. Um, mm. Frank. Those families now. Can, uh, can we please return... Uh, to I'd like Tom. to do a bit of bat... No, oh. not yet. I would like to have a break from Tom. Oh, OK. That's not something his husband, Dustin Lance Black, has fortunately ever Dustin said. Dustin Lance Black, though I spend my days in conversation, please. Carry on. I would like to return to a subject that came up previously mm. on our show. You asked people, uh, I think it was what they've seen written in dirt on a van. Yes, and I said, mm-hmm. can we keep it breakfast radio friendly? Not everyone wow. has followed that advice. Al, <laughs> uh, what's your view yeah. of whether people have followed that advice? Well, some of them have used the word dirty as a sort of a pun that doesn't, mm, really, no, doesn't no. transfer to broadcast oh, radio. No. References to wives and all sorts. Oh, that sort of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep Some it... Van Morrison <laughs> anecdotes. I'm going <laughs> to keep it clean. OK. Uh, unlike these van drivers, Paul Folan... Let's leave you with this taster. Okay. Free Arthur Fowler. About 20 years after he stole that Xmas Club money. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I loved Because what I love about that, and it's like sometimes you do gags like this on stage, those who get it will love it all the more <laughs> for the fact they've got it. And those who don't, well, Google it. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank Flanners has been in touch. Oh yeah, with a response to 
things you've seen written on the back of a van mm -hmm. in dirt. Mm -hmm. And it might be one of the finest. I'm going to put it in our... It's It's got a podium position, oh, I would okay. say this. Okay. Flanner says this. I saw this written on the back of a van, of a muddy van. Psalm 51.7. That's all. Good, because I then was people... Curious, yes, exactly. So I looked it up and it said, wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Oh, that is... That is good. Very on. good indeed. Was that your van? That. <laughs> Are you sure? That is... I saw one, I think it was in Birmingham... And someone had drawn Johnny Cash in the dirt, and it was a really good light, a really well done drawing. It must have took like, you know, half an hour. Uh, what about this? Daniel Bond? Hmm? Daniel Bond has got in touch to say on the back of a Fletcher's bakery wagon, he saw written, I see bread people. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that is good. That is excellent. Well, Lise, this has been a rich, rich oh, vein. Fabulous. And obviously there are the usual, you know, the usual suspects. Clean me. Phil Salmon, for example, uh, also comes in white. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of also I mean, actually, the Psalm one is the most elegant version of Clean Me I've ever heard of. Yes. Really. That's really... But I do like work. Clean Me, though. I like the sense me that too. the fan is actually speaking <laughs> through the dirt. I, I like that. It's yeah. got an element of, um, you know, when people who are hostages manage to get a little bit of paper out the window to a mm. neighbour that says, help me, I'm being helpless. <laughs> and Joe... Uh... I don't want to... Um, oh, I... I don't no. want to change the format, but 457 has said, not exactly dirt on a van, but under a train sign reading, do not flush whilst the train is in the station, someone had added, unless you're in working. Oh. oh. Like, yeah, I thought... A little I mean, bit of um, didn't small they have, rivalry there. Yeah, didn't they have enough trouble with the War of the Worlds without that <laughs> happening? Well, I'm known as Pizza Express, but let's leave that there. Uh, Dan, oh, yes, of okay, course. That, I'm afraid that, uh, we all know what's sitting in the Woking chair now. Yeah. Uh, Dave Corbyn... It used to be West Bromwich Albion losing to Woking in an FA Cup game. But, yes, um, well, fortunately, uh, someone's thrown you a solid in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dave Corbett, Frank, mm. has got in touch to say, I changed Wash Me to Joe Swashed Me. Oh. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Yeah. Why, why the hell not? It's better than a sticker as well, if you're going to, because you don't want a swash sticker on the uh, end of a van. I have oh, a you're question right. for both of you. This question to Frank Skinner first. Mm. What was the sort of car sticker du jour when you were growing up? I oh, will tell you it, mine I'm afraid it was, it was my other cars, a Porsche. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah, I tell you what mine was? And this may be to do with... There was I'm back in Enoch, but I don't think we should go into that. <laughs> Well, is this to do with me growing up in uh, North London elite? Uh, a lot of people had the Solidarnisk, which was a sticker oh, of solidarity for Lech Yeah, the Polish trade union. Is that like, just a sort of North West London thing? Yeah, we didn't uh, have that in uh, in the West Midlands. I never saw that one. Alan, any car stickers? I've never heard of it. <laughs> I feel uh, like I need to listen to an episode of In Our Time. To... Uh, <laughs> Did you not have car stickers growing up? We didn't have solid harness. No, okay. no. My other car is a Porsche. Okay. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's a classic. And, of course, you used to have that thing of having a bloke's name and a woman's name on the son <laughs> thing. What were your the... names? <laughs> I never had that because um, I never had a girlfriend until I got famous. Wow. Uh, well, that's not quite true, but it was much more difficult, I found. In those days. I can't, okay, I don't we could know talk what. about this privately or you could tell I everyone. I don't know what changed, really, but it did. It suddenly got much... Anyway, you don't hear about this um, <laughs> while you're having your breakfasts. <laughs> Have you seen that the Nesquik now has gone into the um, breakfast cereal <laughs> business? That's you can get Nesquik-flavoured uh, breakfast cereal. Is this, are you drowning and all your thoughts are coming back to you from your entire life? No, it's absolutely true. The new variety, you know the variety packs, the little packs of um, cereal? Now yeah. they come in cubes oh, and you just pour the oxen? milk. You pour the milk into the packet and eat it out of the packet. Okay. This is the modern world. <laughs>
Skinner. Absolute Radio. I heard um, I heard Tom uh, Daly interviewed this morning before I left for this building, and um, he did it. They asked him. He was in the final of the of the diving, and he said, "Yeah." He said, "I must say." I said, "I I met a real dog's breakfast, a dog's breakfast of the semi final." He said, a "Dog's dinner." He said, um, "I met a real dog's dinner at the semi final." He said, "Okay, it was a semi gourmet dog's dinner, gee. but it was still a dog's dinner." All oh, right. I didn't oh, even no. know you could have semi gourmet. Yeah, but I love this. Oh, it was a very nice qualification of the uh, thing. I was thinking yeah. of the knitting thing. Is my dad used to knit uh, nets for poaching. Um, Sorry, oh, yeah. can you just break that down a little <laughs> bit more for the My dad used to me. poach rabbits. And, oh, um, rabbit? Yeah, so That's what you do shame. is you put the nets over the as many holes as you can find and you put a ferret down there. The rabbits run out and they run into the net. Okay, and then, I won't um, be doing that. No, but it, I mean, yeah, they were eaten. It wasn't, um, it was, you know. Okay. Um, it wasn't sport. But wouldn't it be brilliant if Tom Daly had been knitting poaching nets at the side of, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, you'd have been Somewhat impressed. Somewhat jarring. Yeah, I suppose some poaching fish would be is, his strength. <laughs> but when he... Imagine him pursuing a big carp through someone's private waters. Oh, God, it's Tom it would Daly! Be... It would be a bit of fun if he was to do the diving and just come up to surface with a fish in his mouth. That would be a real talking oh, point. Oh, Worth come seeing. On. I should Absolutely. say, do you remember I mentioned my auntie Lorna, who lives in Great Bar? Oh, yes. Who, um, She's something of a regular on this show. She used to uh, knit... She knitted me a cardigan. Get this. Um, Aeroplane on one breast and um, car on the other. Imagine if I said that. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I mean, you know... <laughs> How else do you explain? All modes of transport. Yeah, and I heard from was there uh, a pedestrian around the belly button area. Um, no, I don't. I you don't see, think it was anything in the lower half. I just I wore my I wore my uh, transport on my chest. We had a different when I was growing up. My best friend Jane Goldman, who you're familiar mm. with, my childhood uh, best friend and current, but you know, uh, she had her sort of. Uh, well, it was actually her grandma, but grandma equivalent figure. She knitted her an Aladdin Sane. Jumper. Wow. I don't think Auntie Lorna would have gone down <laughs> that route. But I, I heard from um, Lily, who is Auntie Lorna's granddaughter, mm. and Auntie Lorna is still knitting now, in, still in Great Bar. So that's a fabulous thing oh. of family continuity. Can mm. I say something, though, boys? You know, if Tom Daly, the thing about knitting, because I do like the idea of it, but if a young male strapping let's face it sportsman does it it's it's quirky and a bit cool mm. can you imagine mm -hmm. if i got up my needles at an event i'd respect Pe you for that. no you would people would say you're all right dear do you they need might. a hand but i tell you when my mum used to do it what i loved and this is something i don't really have in my life now is the paraphernalia i love paraphernalia that was i mean i'm not don't smoke kids but the, one of the good things about smoking was you had your lighter your packing door oh, and all that you know and uh, i don't have anything that requires paraphernalia anymore my mum, i remember used to have a thing that really i really admired was a row counter which used to go slot over the needle and she'd turn it with every new row she knitted i mean it was like it used to be so easy to buy presents for men. You just go to Smoker's Paradise. Yeah, Smoker's <laughs> Paradise. I don't think you could call it that anymore, could you? <laughs> but can I say smoking is very bad for you? Terrible. Don't, 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 don't. Just don't. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's knitting. We've done knitting now. I always think knitting was popular and then it was ruined by the good life. Oh, because really? they used to oh, yeah. they used to knit clothes. They always look ridiculous and terrible, and that put people off knitting. I think they did a lot of damage I think in that. You're front. right there. Yeah, briars. I think you're right. Briars I, and candle. I've never knitted. I know what. Briars I know we're and candle. Enemies of knitting. Never. Sorry, Al. I've never knitted. I've never had a go at it. I you know what? That took never dyed that, my hair. I would like to say that took open courage for you to admit that Thank today. You. Yeah. And I respect you. I, as I say, I like the idea of it. And I love a knitwear, mm. um, but I just think I'm a bit too slapdash. I know it's, what you a mean. Very, it's a precision art um, sport. You're a bit Lincoln Cathedral. Mm. You got it. 
You got it. Yeah. That's the beauty of me. <laughs> it's not just um, Tom Daly that's been in the news this week. There's uh, other British athletes have oh, God, uh, yeah. made the headlines, as it were. Um, ben Whitaker, a British boxer, oh, refused to wear his silver medal on the on the podium and put it in his pocket. Mm. And and people have weighed in. I mean, a lot of ex-athletes like Piers Morgan. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, some actually. <laughs> Piers Morgan no, liked no, he's it. Not an ex-athlete. No, can is we he? say so, what the yeah, Americans did, say? But... Piers. Piers Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I tell you what yeah. I think about. I think a couple of things. First of all, he's I noticed he's called Whitaker in all the they refer to him, as, and then Whitaker, blah blah blah. Remember, I was p- making the point last week that Jody Whitaker is always called Jody. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, again, oh, yeah. they think they've got a quality, but way to go. <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. yeah, that. But also, I did think that when I uh, we got silver, I remember once in the Sony's. <laughs> And they said you have to go yeah. to the, whatever it was, the Victoria Principal Suite to collect your certificate for the silver. I didn't go. Well, you also... Didn't go. I can't I didn't repeat go. what you said. Well, no. To me, when we were presented with a silver or a bronze or something like that, and let's just leave it here, you said the hard edges made it problematic for you to... Yes. Yeah. Yes. I. I. Yes. For I, you. I, but, so I. I. Te- I especially if you're boxing as well, you've just lost a fight. Yes. Yeah. I. I. I mm. felt for him. Did you? Did we explain? Did you explain? By the way, the the medal pouch. He he knitted a medal pouch. Tom. Tom Daly did knit a medal pouch. Not he a said no. no. Tom Daly said. Couldn't do that with the gloves. This will come in <laughs> very handy. Uh, I need a pouch. I need somewhere to put my gold. Oh. My medal, which is lovely. So it's a special uh, limited edition, as in there's only one. That's great. Knitted medal pouch. Mm. So it, to stop it getting... It's anti-scratch. When I won uh, Chap of the Year and was given my Planet Hollywood uh, brown and tan <laughs> leather varsity jacket, <laughs> I remember I put mine on. Oh, um, yeah. Jürgen Klinsmann, who got Football of the Year at the same awards, kept his in his carrier bag and went out with the carrier bag. So there's a tradition... Of this, I think yeah, your medal, you do what you like with it. That's what <laughs> I think. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Absolute radio. Um, we were discussing. Um, we were discussing Whitaker, and we should say that he he made the news because he seemed a bit ungracious at winning silver, but he walked it back a, a day or two after. Um, but when he first was interviewed for putting the silver in his pocket rather than wearing it. He actually said, "You don't win silver, you lose gold," and people thought that was a bit um, mm. ungracious. Yeah. I mean, it well, is. People... I, I mean, if I did that, if I said, "I don't want to be on at the Chuckle Factory," I just lost out on the chance to become an arena comic. I, it, it would seem a bit bitter, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I think we, you know, we like, should. If wives did that, if if my wife said, "Yeah, you're all right," but I wanted the guy that broke my heart a couple of years before we met, it would be. It would seem a bit. I'm with Jack. Is it James Taylor who said, "If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with." That's my. Uh, well, oh. I tell you what, I think if he's not happy and feels a certain amount of shame towards the silver, can you please spare a thought for the bronze sharers of the mm, medal? Yeah. I mean, come on. Oh yeah. They had to share the bronze. Yes. And I think mm-hmm. what's much more humiliating is that the boxers all have to carry a mini bouquet of sunflowers. I like that, you Do see. You? That is like um, <laughs> that, that, the, the Titan Lyle golden syrup thing where out of, uh, what is it, out of strength sweetness when it gets bees around a dead lion. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's nothing wrong. Look, I named my son after Boz Aldrin. I'm, I'm fine with oh, the yeah. second... Thing. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget Susan Boyle was second. Oh, and, yeah. um, you know, she went on to greatness. History not always written by the winners. No, right. One Direction third. <laughs> I, I mean, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> one Direction. Well, he did, a, he did a sweet interview, didn't he? 
He and basically he said, said, didn't he, look, I was really worked up and upset that I'd lost. I mean, he's, he's a good guy. He lives in West Bromwich. OK, he's from Wolverhampton, yeah. but people change. Said, he said if he loses FIFA for a couple of hours, he's not speaking to anyone yeah. for an hour. He's the bloke, you think, if he's going to be a professional, he's the one that's going to be... If he's that desperate to win, that's going to be a big plus, isn't it, later? Well, Frank, also, I did think when he said if he loses FIFA, he doesn't speak to his friend. Can you imagine, Frank, falling out with a close friend ever playing a game? Who would yeah, do that? I could imagine. <laughs> could you? Oh, yeah, I could Can imagine. You? Yeah, it's happened to me a few times. Yes, it has. No, he's, I like him. I'm pro Whitaker. <laughs> I tell you who I like is the mayor of Wolverhampton. Now you've gone too far. Offered Ben the ceremonial mayoral chain. The mayor didn't wear the sort of Sir Thomas More robes no, for his interview. Not in Wolverhampton. No. He went for the grey suit with the chain, which I quite like mm, that. Yeah. It's sort of business mayor, <laughs> not party mayor. And what mm-hmm. I liked, Frank, he did an interview and he was a bit sort of... Um, he was very proud of his association. I'm not saying he was boastful. No. But he was a little. OK. He said, I actually know the family uh, pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, and uh, because of that, uh, I mean, my phone has been ringing non-stop. It's going off now. And I thought, well, that's interesting, because who rings with messages of support these days? He doesn't get the texts the mayor. No, not only that, but if someone <laughs> wins goals, you think, I don't think I must ring the mayor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems, uh, what is he, some sort of go-between? Can I say, before we go, I have yeah. to mention Sky Brown, who's the 13-year-old girl who got bronze in the, sky, in the skateboarding. Oh. I yes. think, without doubt, the currently existing coolest human being yes she's listen to this she lives in japan and california she's got a she's called sky brown she's got a brother called ocean and they get up (laughs) at five o'clock every morning to surf oh man she's amazing she i thought what else could this girl have done at 13 and then i found out she'd won um the junior dancing with the stars in america oh she did too much that's took her coolest down a little bit but she was i check her out check out her skateboarding it's absolutely i think boz fell in love with her i I said she's too old for you i see a wedding coming oh man she is uh Outstanding. Um, look, the, uh, it's been has been Olympic week, I think, on the show. Mm. Um, I'm still. If I'm going to go back on show highlights for me, it's still going to be that psalm on the dirty van that was mm. special. <laughs> but it's been, you know, lovely, a fabulous interaction from you guys out there. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, thanks for listening to us this morning, as ever. I love it. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, which is not out of the question at the moment, by the way, um, we'll be back this time next week. Now get out. This is-